0: If you gaze into the abyss long enough, you see the light, not the darkness. I'm betting my life on it. Bring it on. The adventure along the route, man. And I would say, where's that adventure to be found? You don't want someone else's fate. Man, your fate's enough. And your adventure's enough. It's plenty. It's more than you can ever fully realize. And so that's also part of the reason that we all believe that the individual has some intrinsic dignity. It's don't be so sure that your position and your room is so damn trivial. It Might be your attitude towards it that's trivial. And if you're in dire straits and dire circumstances, just look at how much opportunity you have to make things better. Well, maybe the same thing's true of life, right? You bind yourself to it. And the tighter you bind yourself to it, the more you find out what it is. And that's like a radical embrace. We're built to walk uphill. And when you reach the pinnacle of the hill, you want to stop and appreciate the vision. But the next thing you want is a higher hill in the distance because it's from the uphill climb that we derive our value. Almost all the positive emotion we feel, especially the emotion that fills us with enthusiasm, that's experienced in relationship to a goal. And so in some sense, you want a goal that you can never attain. There's nothing that makes you more formidable than verbal competence than being able to articulate, be able to think, to marshal your arguments, right? Aim yourself in one direction and you might say, well, I've gone halfway down this path and I found out it's wrong. Well, how do you distinguish that from just giving up? Well, that's a really hard question, right? It's it's a moral hazard. But then the absolute is, yeah, but you have to play one of them. You have to learn to play one of them. You have to become an expert at, at least one of them. And then that's not a relative proposition. And I I believe that's true. So you want to commit to something. And then when you commit to something, you require yourself to bring all of your disparate components moving in a single direction, united in a single direction. So it's it's a unifying act. Jordan Peterson
1: is adamant about the importance of setting goals in life and the need to embrace the difficulty that comes with pursuing them. Peterson emphasizes that while it's acceptable to change your direction in life, it's essential not to make it easier for yourself. Instead, he suggests that it's crucial to challenge yourself continually and strive for greater accomplishments. He highlights the importance of goal setting as a powerful tool for personal growth and development, and encourages people to embrace the challenges that
0: come with pursuing their dreams. Because it's inappropriate to continue in a direction you now realize to be wrong, but it's also inappropriate to give up and use that rationalization as an excuse and how do you distinguish especially seeing as we're not transparent to ourselves well right exactly so that is genuinely a moral hazard so one of the principles that i tried to abide by in my therapeutic discussions was you can change course as long as the next thing you do is equally or more difficult because that's a check against just giving up so You want to discipline yourself so you can get yourself organized so that you can go in a particular direction so that when you find the right direction you can really go in that direction and that does require an apprenticeship of sorts and it it might not matter in some sense exactly what the apprenticeship is as long as it is rigorous you want a goal that you can never attain So you can always move closer to the goal that recedes as you move towards it. You think, well, that's frustrating. It's like Sisyphus pushing the rock uphill. But it's not because as you pursue that goal, you put yourself together and your life does get better and richer and more abundant. That's why the highest levels of virtue and goal are in some sense transcendent. You want them to be above everything you're doing so you can continually move towards something that's more sublime and better that's what you are you're you're here to live not to not to sleep and the problem with the vision of my ties on the beach is that well first of all that's a vision of of drug-induced unconsciousness second it's only going to work for about a week third you're going to be a laughing stock in a month and depressed and aimless and and goalless it's no that's not it's it's you want a horizon of ever-expanding possibility and so it does happen to people as they because they've staked their soul on the attainment of an instrumental goal.
1: In addition to discussing the importance of setting goals and facing challenges, Jordan Peterson also suggests that it can be difficult to regulate negative emotions. Instead of trying to suppress or avoid these emotions, the best approach is to embrace them and continue facing challenges. It is through facing and overcoming challenges that we grow and develop as individuals. By embracing our negative emotions and using them to motivate us to take on difficult tasks, we can push ourselves to achieve more. Through this approach, one develops resilience and strength in the face of adversity, ultimately leading to greater personal growth and fulfillment.
0: It's a very difficult problem to solve, how to regulate negative emotion. But I would say that the best way we know is to keep facing challenges voluntarily, pay attention at a rate that works for you, develop your competence, that actually stabilizes the environment around you, so it's it actually is less predictable and less threatening, plus you accrue that evidence, and you get the social support for doing so. That's your best pathway forward.
1: You said that a harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very dangerous man who has that under voluntary control. How should people become more dangerous?
0: Oh, becoming more articulate is definitely, I would say, That's the primary array of weapons. I mean, physical prowess is something, and and it's not nothing, that physical confidence that comes along with that as well. But the same thing replicated at the level of the ability to communicate and to think. That's a way broader field of, of battle and opportunity.
1: In a world with seemingly infinite options, It can be challenging to decide on the best course of action for one's life. Peterson suggests that a useful approach is to focus on what bothers you or what you find most challenging. These discomforts or challenges can be an indication of where one should focus their time and energy. By leaning into what is difficult or uncomfortable, individuals can discover their strengths and find direction in their lives. Be honest with yourself about your interests, abilities, and limitations, and pursue the path that aligns most closely with your values and passions.
0: Well, the first question is, what bugs you? What's bugging you? This is such a cool thing. It's like, where is my destiny? Well, what bothers you? Well, that's where your destiny is. Your destiny is to be found in what bothers you. Why do those things bother you? There's a lot of things you could be bothered by, like a million things, man. But some things grip you, they bug you, and they might make you resentful and bitter because they bug you so much. Like they're your things, man. They've got you. So then I look for a question that I would like the answer to. I would really like the answer to it. So I don't assume I already have the answer because I would actually really like to have the answer. So if I could get a better answer, great. And so that's the first thing. And that's like a prayer. It's like, okay. Here's a mystery, I would like to delve into it further. Well, so that's humility. It's like, here's a mystery, which means I don't know. I would like to delve into it further, which means I don't know enough already. And then then comes the revelation. It's like, well, what's a revelation? Well, if you ask yourself a question, it's a real question. Do you get an answer or not? The answer is, well, yeah, thoughts start to appear in your head. So, from somewhere that's right from somewhere where, where, where do they come from do you have a sense depends on what you're aiming at it depends it depends on your intent so imagine that your intent is to make things better then maybe they come from the place that's designed to make things better maybe your intent is to make things worse then they come from hell and you think not really it's like you're so sure about that, are but you? is your intent conscious? Like, are you able um, to respect It's, it's conscious the intent? and habitual, right? Because as you practice something consciously, it becomes habitual. But it's conscious. It's like I, when I sit down before I do a lecture, I think, OK, what's the goal here? To, to do the best job I can. To what end? Well, people are coming here not for political issues. They're coming here because they're trying to make their lives better. OK, so what are we doing? We're conducting a joint investigation into the nature of that which makes life better. Okay, what's my role? To do as good a job about that as possible. What state of mind do I have to be in? Am I annoyed about the theater? Or am I I clued in and thrilled that 4,000 people have showed up at substantial expense and trouble to come and listen to me talk? And if I'm not in that state of mind, I think, well, maybe I need something to eat or maybe I need to talk to someone because ingratitude is no place to start. Our goal
1: with this video was to share some of Jordan Peterson's most insightful advice and encourage you to use it to help achieve your own personal goals. Whether it's setting ambitious targets, embracing challenges, or focusing on what bothers you, Peterson's insights can help create a path that is fulfilling, purposeful, and unique to you. With perseverance, dedication, and a willingness to take on challenges, you can achieve more than you ever thought possible.